everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and I want to welcome you to the podcast version of Mike Murphy's Friday Rumblings. For years, these have been a Facebook post each Friday. I decided these words were worth spreading to a wider audience and worth making accessible in another format that might be easier for some people. Full disclosure, Mike Murphy is my husband, and this was not his idea. In fact, I'm the narrator. Rob Bell says, everything is spiritual. You might listen to this podcast and say, wait a minute, sounds like there is some political content included. I would simply echo Rob Bell's words, everything is spiritual. Give the rumblings a listen and see if you agree, or maybe you'll disagree, but I guarantee it will be food for thought. Whether you agree or disagree, keep the conversation going. Also, if you want a print version of the rumblings, you can find it in the show notes or friend Mike on Facebook. Now, are you ready to rumble? Rumble one. The truth is that things don't really get solved. They come together and fall apart. They come together again and fall apart again. It's just like that. The healing comes from letting there be room for all of this to happen. Room for grief, for relief, for misery, for joy. Pema children. Rumble 2. Many of you are still on an interesting and sometimes difficult quest to make sense of your spiritual lives, past, present, and future. And I applaud you. I love interacting with you. Your journey is sacred and filled with meaning. For sure, it has been hard. There's healing that needs to be done. Trust has been broken by individuals and institutions. Friends and family question your motives. Sometimes you do too, but you're working through it all because you believe this particular journey is important. This much I know. God sees you and isn't afraid of the journey you're on. Rumble 3. Trump doesn't just cross moral lines. He doesn't appear capable of understanding moral categories. Morality is for Trump. What colors are to a person who is colorblind? Peter Weiner, The Atlantic. I believe this to be true. How do we respond? C.S. Lewis once said that one of the most cowardly things ordinary people do is to shut their eyes to facts. How many people do you know who live within an echo chamber, never really hearing anything contrary to what they believe? They wade into every argument with eyes and ears closed and a malfunctioning crap detector. It is indeed an act of cowardice to not care about the truth and to not search for it. Rumble 4. To my Republican colleagues who introduced this resolution to censure me, I thank you. You honor me with your enmity. You flatter me with this falsehood. You, who are the authors of a big lie about the last election, must condemn the truth-tellers, and I stand proudly before you. Your words tell me that I have been effective in the defense of our democracy, and I am grateful. Congressman Adam Schiff. Schiff is a little full of himself at times, but that's true of many of us, right? But censure? Nah. His rebuke of House Republicans is spot on. Rumble 5. Listening to this refrain of a worship song grabbed me. 
On my best day, I am a child of God. On my worst day, I'm still a child of God. True, nothing can separate us from God's love. God looks at us and is ecstatic. This God loves the sound of our voices and thinks that all of us are a magnificent work of art. God's cheek resting on ours, God's singular agenda item. Gregory Boyle, S.J. Rumble 6. Religion is one of the safest places to hide from God. Richard Rohr. I put my guard up when I'm with religious people, but open myself up when I meet people of faith. Rumble 7. I read that a Moms for Liberty chapter in Hamilton County, Indiana, quoted Hitler in a recent newsletter. There was a backlash. They said, oops, tried to rationalize it, and then backpedaled away from it. None of this surprises me. The Southern Poverty Law Center has labeled Moms for Liberty as an anti-government extremist group in its 2022 annual report. I've seen our local chapter at work, and I don't like what I see. Actually, they scare me. Anything that carries the smell of Christian nationalism gives me the shivers. According to Christianity Today, Christian nationalism is the belief that the American nation is defined by Christianity and that the government should take active steps to keep it that way. Popularly, Christian nationalists assert that America is and must remain a Christian nation, not merely as an observation about American history, but as a prescriptive program for what America must continue to be in the future. Christian nationalism is much more political than it is biblical. And when its adherents use the Bible, it's often used crudely and applied with venom. It is fundamentalism. It is toxic. Christian nationalists consider their rather severe and vengeful distortion of Christianity to be the guiding norm for a society different from and taking precedence over any other belief system. It blurs and then decimates every distinction between church and state. Rumble 8. I'd rather live next door to someone who crossed a desert to become an American than an American who wouldn't cross the street to help a foreigner. Source unknown. Rumble 9. Carmelite nun Constance Fitzgerald writes for the Center for Action and Contemplation. There is not only the so-called dark night of the soul, but also the dark night of the world. What if, by chance, our time in evolution is a dark night time? A time of crisis and transition that must be understood if it is to be part of learning a new vision and harmony for the human species and the planet. It is only in the process of bringing the impasse to prayer to the perspective of the God who loves us, that our society will be freed, healed, changed, brought to paradoxical new visions, and freed for nonviolent, selfless, liberating action, freed, therefore, for community on this planet Earth. Death is involved here, a dying in order to see how to be and to act on behalf of God in the world. Here, God makes demands for conversion, healing, justice, love, compassion, solidarity, and communion. 
I think she's saying something important when she speaks about a dark night of the world, where things look heavy and foreboding. I certainly sense that. The good news is that our good God is present, preparing us for our role in living in and through this present darkness. Rumble 10. May God bless you with a discontent with easy answers, half-truths, superficial relationships, so that you will live from deep within your heart. May God bless you with anger at injustice, oppression, abuse, and exploitation of people, so that you will work for justice, equality, and peace. May God bless you with tears to shed for those who suffer from pain, rejection, starvation, and war, so that you will reach out your hand to comfort them and to change their pain to joy. May God bless you with the foolishness to think you can make a difference in this world, so that you will do the things which others tell you cannot be done. Ruth Fox, OSB.